Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Why do we care? What does it say? That's called the safe harbor portion of the DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. What it says, in a nutshell, is you cannot be held responsible by what a third party does. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show, Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Okay, Tammy, how many times a day do you go to YouTube? Oh, probably three or four. Yeah, but you don't go for music, do you? No, 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 no. I need help on fixing the kitchen sink and doing all the manly things around here. Right, that's what most people our age go for we yeah. find you know how Something do i else is there exactly right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> how do i make my lawnmower work better that's right so you find some guy who's created uh, a youtube video on how to do this or God how to do that him. i'm so happy that people have time to do that right three quarters of the things i've done in my life are because some guy on youtube has told me how to do it here's the problem though The next big fight in the world of artists not being paid money is probably going to be aimed at YouTube. Really? Now, you probably don't know this because you're 52 and you're old. Yes. Well, I'm old too. Is because there are people who are posting videos or simply saying, gosh, I really love, pick an artist, Extreme, Katy Perry, Van Halen, Rush, what have you. Right. Gosh, I really love this album, so I'm going to post all the music to YouTube. I have seen those. So the problem is, yes, I'm posting this music to YouTube, but... Is the artist being paid? Well, it's dedicated to grandma. <laughs> you fine. You know? Right. And that's another thing. Some young lady graduates from Who Cares High School. Yes. And she puts it all up there with her favorite songs. Exactly. She makes a video of all the video, you know, clips that were put together at her graduation party. And what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with putting that together. Little music makes everything better. The problem is you can't post to YouTube without getting a synchronization license or letting the person, let's say she puts it up there to Katy Perry's, I don't know, whatever song, who cares? Right. Firework, I think that's one of her songs. Who cares? But she puts it up there. Katy Perry is not being paid on that song. And I know what people are going to say, oh, who cares, it's just one song. I get it, it's just one song to that girl, but... When you go to YouTube, you're talking millions and millions and millions of people. Uh-huh. And a lot of people are getting upset, those in the music industry, are getting upset that YouTube just is not 
paying okay. the royalties. And it seems like, from the things that I've read, YouTube is going to be the next front in the fight. This is really messy. You got it. Katy Perry has made statements. Billy Joel has made statements. Nikki Six has made statements. And you also have a guy by the name of Irving Azoff. Have you ever heard of him? No. He has been a giant manager of major, major groups. And throughout this show, we're going to play the music of the people who he has managed. And we'll start talking about him as we go forward. Who did he manage? Journey, The Eagles, Joe Walsh, Van Halen, 30 Seconds to Mars, Steely Dan, Maroon 5, No Doubt, Triumph, Lindsey Buckingham, Bon Jovi, and Bon Jovi the band. How about that? I like it. Who can I hear? Wow. How about we play a little bit of Billy Joel? Perfect. Billy Joel, Only the Good Die Young, and we'll talk about what's going on with YouTube here on Rock School. Come out, Virginia, don't let me wait. The Catholic girls start much too late. All the sooner or later, it comes down. Be the one Well they showed you a statue Told you to pray Okay coming out of Billy Joel Who made a statement this year multiple statements along with Christine Aguilara, Katy Perry, and Nikki Six about how much money is being paid to artists by uh, YouTube, the website. You wanted to ask me a question here. Yeah, who is this Irving uh, Azoff? Did Azoff. I say that right? Right. He gave a large... Spell that. A-Z-O-F-F. Irving oh. Azoff. Okay. He gave a large interview to the New York Times and then also made a live statement on the Grammys this year against YouTube.com. Here's the thing. Irving Azoff was, for the longest time, a manager of musical groups. Here's just a short list of the groups that he handled. Journey, The Eagles, Joe Walsh, Van Halen, 30 Seconds to Mars, Steely Dan, Maroon 5, No Doubt, Triumph, Lindsey Buckingham, Bon Jovi, and John Bon Jovi. Wow. Not bad, huh? A lot of money, a lot of revenue there. Right. Then he split. In 2012, he topped the Billboard Power 100 and was named the most powerful person in the music industry. So he's one of these guys that when he speaks, people listen. Yeah. And the big thing he stated was that no money... Not no money, blatantly, but not enough money is coming back from YouTube to the artists that are being played on YouTube. Right. And as we suggested in the first break, some young lady, I don't know, has a birthday party, graduates, what have you, and she, he, whoever creates a video and mm-hmm. puts it to Christina Aguilara's song Fighter or Katy Perry's song What Have You yeah. and posts it and that money doesn't come back to the artist. Well, where's where's the money supposed to come from? Well, that's the concern. What we're going to do is Who's we're going to... Who's responsible? Now I'm, now I'm upset. That's right. Now you have to get into the question of how is it done? How is the music paid? How is the money paid? How are the royalties done? We're going to get there over the course of the show, but let's talk about this first. 
Each year, the RIAA, the Recording Industry Association of America, puts out a report of the money earned by you know the recording Artist? industry. Yes. Yeah, that okay. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The 2015 report, obviously 2016 isn't over, so there is no report. Right. The 2015 report showed that money is again going down. The, we have done shows, yeah. is this the worst time to be a musician? Yes, And we it came is. up with generally, yes. The money is going down. The average amount of money generated each time a song is played or streamed fell last year by 24%. The general amount of money that you can receive per stream is 0.0506 cents. Now, how much does... YouTube come into that. YouTube generated $385 million in royalties. Now, you might say, wow, that's a lot. $385 million in royalties, right? In comparison, the sales of vinyl records, (laughs) a niche if there ever was one, Brought in $416 million. Oh, my. So here's YouTube. You know, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm going to guess one of the top 10 websites on the internet. Yeah, they're not making that much money. That's not that much money. Now, YouTube is making money, don't get me wrong. They're owned by Google. They are only paying out to the music industry $385 million in royalties. If you break that amongst all of the music groups, no one's making any money. That's not a lot. Right, which is why Asimov and Perry and Joel and Six and all the other ones are saying, now, come on, you got to share the wealth. Wow. Get it? Does that make sense? I guess, yeah. Right. Okay, let's play a Journey song. Why Journey? Because I want to hear it. And because they were managed by Azoff. Sounds like this on Rock School. Okay, coming out of Journey, let's talk about how YouTube pays their royalties. Yeah. They do indeed pay royalties. So as off is going to get upset, as is all of these artists. Right. Only $385 million per year. Okay, fine. But how do they pay? Right. YouTube pays royalties this way. A royalty for the content owner, i.e. whoever owns the song. If a song is put up onto YouTube, that person gets paid money. All right. A royalty for the sound recording owner. I'm not sure what the difference is there, but YouTube makes... I got this right from a YouTube page. YouTube makes a distinction between those two. So those two are different. Number three, a performance royalty for the public broadcast of your song to you, i.e. if you have a song, let's say one of my songs, Uh my song, you know, I don't know, China Blue. Okay. Somebody uses it and it gets put up there and somebody then uses it for one of their videos. I should get not only a royalty as the content owner, I should get a royalty for the performance of the song. How about that? Hot dog. I like it. Also, a mechanical royalty 
for the interactive stream of the song. So not only should I get it just because it was put up there, mm -hmm. but I should get it because it is being streamed. Yes. Doesn't this sound like money should be flying at people? Oh, it sounds like I need a chart. And although not a royalty advertising on your song. What? I'm going to get into this just in a little bit, but there's this thing called content ID. So that if somebody uploads your song and your song... By being uploaded, somebody alerts you and says, hey, look, your song is up there. Okay. You have the ability to say, you know, gosh, I, I, I don't really want my song up there. But seeing as somebody has uploaded it, I would rather not take it down. But go ahead and spam the living crap out of them with advertising. <laughs> you get to take the royalties from the advertising that gets put up there. Oh my goodness. Numerous times you've looked at, I know you don't look at a lot of music on YouTube, right? but I guarantee when you've looked at how to fix your sink or I don't know how to fix a shoe, what have you, you've had all kinds of advertising pop up during your YouTube video. Absolutely. Well, somebody gets paid for that. Yes, now, they do. Now YouTube takes the lion's share. Mm -hmm. Obviously that makes sense. But the person who owns the video also takes a percentage of it. And a lot of the people who are sort of YouTube stars have gotten rich doing this stuff because they take a percentage of that. However, I know it sounds like YouTube is paying a lot. Usually not. Why? Because YouTube is protected by the Digital Millennium Copyright Act of not 1998 and doesn't have to pay. Okay, now you're looking now at me going... Now my eyes are crossed. This right. Is, this is crazy. Okay, fine. What is the Digital Millennium Act of know. 1998? Fine. We're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. But first, we got to play something by an artist who was represented by Irving Azoff. And uh, how about, uh, I don't know, Joe Walsh? What do you say? Good deal. Sounds like this on Rock School. Okay, coming into the first break, I mentioned that the YouTube people, which by the way is owned by Google, so I can tell you that because other people are screaming, because Azoff is screaming, because the artists are screaming, mm -hmm. go ahead, take me to court. What you probably have is a series of lawyers and such that will tie this up in the legal forever, system. Forever, right? Right, forever and a day. The The chances of YouTube paying these royalties past what they're already paying is probably very slim and none. I mean, you can go up against Pandora. You can go up against Spotify. You're going up against Google. I know it's YouTube, but it's owned by Google. I don't know how you fight this one anyway. I, I really, really don't. don't. I don't I don't either. Okay, I mentioned that Google is protected by the Digital Millennium Copyright Act of 1998. Okay, what is this? 
when I used to own a website called HTML Goodies, I was employed by a company called EarthWeb. EarthWeb was based in New York City, and I used to program a website called HTML Goodies. And HTML Goodies basically taught people how to perform a hypertext markup language. And for a very short while, HTML Goodies was the number one HTML help site on the web. So I did, I did pretty well. During the dot-com boom, you and I sold a website. And because of that, we made a healthy amount of money. And I also, on top of not only teaching people how to code, I did a great deal of opinion writing. Mm -hmm. And these opinion rights not only got sent out by EarthWeb, but I also got published in some pretty major newspapers right. around the United States. Well, one of the things I got published about was the Digital Millennium Copyright Act of 1998. Okay, what is this thing? Well, it's this magnificent white paper, which means governmental policy. And the governmental policy that this, I guess, this case deals with in terms of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act is interested in Section 512 C and D. Why do we care? What that's, does it say? That's called the safe harbor portion of the DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. What it says in a nutshell is you cannot be held responsible by what a third party does. Now let's remember, we're back in 1998 right now. This is even before we all believed that in 1999 all the computers were going to die yes, because yep. you know of all the stuff that was going to happen when it turned over and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. The concept is... Remember AOL? I do. AOL had all of those news groups, mm -hmm. and inside of those news groups were people who were doing bad things. Everything from pedophiles to, I don't know, men who were going after women, what have you. And people wanted to go after AOL for this. Yes, Let's they did. sue AOL. Yep. The problem was AOL, because there were literally millions of people doing this, there was no way AOL, America Online, could police all of these people. Correct. The Digital Millennium Copyright Act basically stated if you offer a service and a third party, i.e. somebody who subscribes to your service, does something, you are not responsible for what that person does as long as you are not knowledgeable right. of it. Right. Now, well, there has to be some kind of protection there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what brought down Napster. Yes. Napster was not covered under the Digital Millennium Copyright Act because Napster, it was proven, knew exactly what people were doing. Mm -hmm. Napster was not dumb to the fact that people were trading copyrighted music. Yeah. So when they talk about the DMCA, the Section 512, what happens is... YouTube has gone out of their way to try to stop 
people from posting copyrighted music. So what they're basically saying is, no, we're not going to pay you when Gwendolyn creates a video for her birthday, graduation, what have you, because we have created safeguards to stop it. If she gets around our safeguards, tough luck, we're not paying you. And I'm going to tell you what those safeguards are here in just a moment, which is why YouTube doesn't pay a whole lot of money. They only pay when the record companies, when the artists show up and post their music. That's how they keep it so low. How about that? Yes. Pick up your piece of paper there. yes, yes, yes. Who is listening to us? Well, that would be KRFY in Sandpoint, Idaho. Good people. Back in a minute on Rock School. playing music today here on Rock School out of the first break that was managed by Irving Azoff, who is really the lead voice on this push against YouTube and the fact that they're just not paying. Right. Because of the Digital Copyright Act of 1998. That's really a long time ago. Sounds like they have some protection to me. They do, but here's the thing. It's blatant that they can't force YouTube to go against the law and simply pay them more royalties. So what the people in the music industry are attempting to do is change the change the laws. But my question is, why would Congress change the laws for one group of people to basically say, okay, you want to make more money? Oh, great. We'll change the laws for you. To basically look at another group of people and say, well, we're changing the laws for them, so you have to pay more money. Well, how come this group of people rates and this group of people doesn't over here? (laughs) So my opinion... The the Digital Copyright Millennium Act, I just don't think is going to change because so far, the only thing that people are really upset about is they're mm-hmm. not making enough Yeah, they're money. making some. They're making not money. A, they're, they're not making enough. Right. They're just not making enough money. Now, will that get to Congress? Yeah, maybe. Will it change my opinion? No. This regulation no. seems uh, pretty harsh to me. No, I think it's right on the money. No, I think you're wrong. No, if I run a news group and somebody decides to put something up there stupidly and they, they talk about how to build a bomb or how to build an atomic bomb and somebody builds an atomic bomb, 
you're going to hold me responsible? Oh, my gosh. You're taking it to the extreme. This is a song. It's not a bomb. I get it, but you have to look at the extreme on everything. No, you don't. Oh, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. You are. You are. No, you are. You are. All right, let's play another song that is uh, managed by a group uh, by Irving Azoff. This here is the Eagles on Rock School. rock school it's not even bottom of the hour we because we argued we're late like six minutes here on well, rock come school. on loser speed up <laughs> loser <laughs> wow it feels like my wedding day i'm joe burns you are i am the winner tammy burns probably okay let's do seven days in 70 seconds these are the rock and roll dates june 13th all the way through june 19th i believe the loserette has monday go june 13th 1989 jerry lee lewis gets a star on the hollywood walk of fame all killer no filler Woo. june 14th 1970 grand funk railroad unveils their famous closer to home billboard in new york which costs a hundred thousand takes a full city block to promote and has their new single of the same name. June 15th, 1993, the U.S. Postal Service issues a booklet of commemorative rock and roll stamps featuring Elvis Presley, Buddy Holly, Otis Redding, Bill Haley, Richie Valens, Clyde McFadder, and... Dinah Washington. There you go. June 16th, 1970, the organizers of the Woodstock Music Festival report that they have lost over $1.2 million on the event. However, they make the money back on the music. They sold it as a three-record set and also on the film and later on the DVD. Yay. June 17th, 1943, after planning to return to his hometown and resume his career as a barber, Harry Como is signed to RCA Records. June 18th, 2011, Leslie West of Mountain, Mississippi Queen, has his right leg amputated below the knee at a Biloxi, Mississippi hospital on the day after performing at the Hard Rock Cafe. And then June 19th, 1980, Donna Summer is the first artist to be signed to Geffen Records. Let's get back into music, or we're hurry, just gonna hurry. yeah, we're just gonna run out of time. Let's do one by the fine people of Steely Dan, a King of the World, and we'll get back to talking about YouTube and why YouTube will probably never pay more than they do right now here in Rock School. It's King of the World, Steely Dan on Rock School. Okay, coming out of Steely Dan. Now, I talked about my thought process is that the fine, fine people of YouTube will never pay more because they are protected by the Digital Millennium Copyright Act of 1998. Right. Right. The fact that third-party people, you, 
you post something. They can't keep an eye on everybody. No, they're not your daddy. Right. Now, what somebody's going to say is, well, don't they know when somebody posts? Well, here's the thing. They've put something in place to try and stop somebody from posting. What is it? Okay, here it comes. If you are attempting to post to YouTube, Mm -hmm. what YouTube has said is if you own copyrighted music, let's say I write a song. Now, me personally, I'm on YouTube. You can go look up Rock and Roll Loser Joe Burns on YouTube, and you can find my stuff. I don't give a care. Are you getting money? No, of course not. I don't care. Use it. But if you are Justin Timberlake or whatever rap artist or whoever, you had better register your music with Content ID. Mm. Content ID is a system that registers the music as a digital file so that when somebody else updates or uploads the music to YouTube, YouTube will be able to go, hey, that sounds like... A piece of music we know. Okay. So what you do is you upload it to Content ID. Content ID then has a a fingerprint, if you will, of what your music sounds like. So the next time some dippy person creates a video and then uploads it, they go, oh, I know that. And by the way, my band, mm-hmm. Impaired Faculties, yes. attempted to upload our live version of Life in the Fast Lane by the Eagles. Okay. We and? got taken down. Oh. Because the Eagles found us and pulled us down. Those Eagles. Yeah, the Eagle has landed. Don Henley wow. must die. So what happens is if you are uploading a song and you get nailed, you then have five choices as the copyright holder. Okay. The copyright holder, not the person who's uploading, the copyright holder. Okay. You can A, clear the claim and take no further action, i.e. go ahead, which is what I would say. Right, right. I'm just so stunned somebody wants to use my song. Go for it. I'm shook. You can B, track the video's viewership statistics. That's nice. Interesting. You can three, monetize the video by running ads against it, Mm. which means Gwendolyn Schwartz puts up a video of her birthday party. Right. And then you put a whole bunch of ads against it. And when it is viewed, you get money from the ads. Three, four, pardon me, four, you can mute the audio that matches the music or... You can block the whole thing, which is what happened to us, my band. Uh They blocked the whole thing. They just simply, when somebody clicked on it, it went blank and it said, this video blocked by the copyright holder. Cool. You've been blocked. Right. Now, there's one other thing that can happen. Number six. You can also swap the music out from something called Audio Jungle. Okay. So if you use a piece of copyrighted music, Audio Jungle is a really neato mosquito website that creates royalty-free music, which means go ahead, use it. Mm -hmm. Knock yourself out. Now, it costs a little bit of money, but once you use it, it's yours. Take it, and they allow you to put it in. Once you make the decision as the copyright holder, add Rev, which is yet another company, 
tracks it for you and makes sure you get money from whatever decision you make. See, YouTube has not only followed the digital copyright oh, yeah. thing, but they have set up a system to track it. I know I'm talking a long time, but they've set up a system to track it. Yep. So there is absolutely no reason whatsoever under the law that they need to pay you any royalties for other people, a third party, putting right. up your song. How right. about that? I, I, I agree. Yep. Who is the next radio station oh, playing that, us? Oh, WXYZ in Kane, PA. I'm sorry it took me so long to explain that, but these things happen. I'm a professor and I have the gift of gab. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, final break here on Rock School. It just took me too long in each break. You had to do it. To you had ex- to explain it. Right, to explain how each thing went. Here's my final pitch as to why you can get all Yosemite Sam on this and mm-hmm. stomp your feet and shoot your guns in the air right. and grow a big ugly mustache. And it's simply not going to help you. Because the laws are against you. The people at YouTube have done what is expected under the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Here's one more thing. And and this is the reason I believe, again, they're just not going to have to pay. Not, Not only not pay, but not have to pay any more than they do. Robert, I think it's Kinsel, K-Y-N-C-L. He is the chief business officer at YouTube. Uh-huh. He has stated that Google has paid out $3 billion to the music business, and the company states that labels, this is music labels, right. have monetized more than 95% of the content they claim, i.e., when you're using Content ID and somebody has uploaded music, and it has stated, hey, wait a minute, you're uploading a copyrighted piece of music. Yes. What do you want to do with it? They've monetized it, meaning they have either said, I want to run a whole lot of commercials against it, or I wish to take it down. They've done something to turn it into money. Right. right. So YouTube's done what they've been expected to do. Yeah. They have met the requirement. So they have proof here that they have gone out of their way to meet the letter of the law. I'm sorry that they've only paid 390-something million dollars. But it's a third-party thing, and they're covered by the Digital Millennium Act. You, as the music industry, can scream and yell that I want the laws to change. Well, me too, because I want to drive 150 miles an hour through school zones. Well, they're going to have to work on changing the law. But they won't. Get another law. No. 
No. They won't. If I was in Congress, I'd tell you to go pound sand. Well, I know you would, the, but well, I'm telling them. They, no, they the, may not know that. No. The reason they'll never change the law is because what you're basically saying is we want more money. That's exactly what they're saying. That's exactly what they're saying. I want more money. Well, what about them who don't want to pay any more money? Well, it doesn't matter. I want more money. Well, good for you. Go jump in a lake. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> If you, this is one more thing I probably should point out. If you're on YouTube Uh and you try to upload copyrighted music. Oh, and I have. It sounds like you can just do anything you want and just pound all the music you wish. No, 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 no. No, Yeah, if you try to upload a piece of copyrighted music and you get caught, you have what's known as a copyright strike against you. Three of them and you're out. Whoa! Yeah, they get For rid real? of. Yeah, they get rid of your Out account. Out of what? You, they get rid of your account. What? Yeah, really. The problem is this is YouTube. But then you just go and sign up like you're somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. They can't, they can't get rid of you. Right. Welcome to the digital age. I, you know, I am a six foot four male Maybe. who is balding on top. So if you'd like tomorrow, I'm going to set up myself as a five foot two, <laughs> 16 year old girl who's oh, unbelievably well built. Oh, you know? congratulations. Thank you very much. I've been working out. So that's going to wrap it up. Will this YouTube thing happen? No. Something will probably happen. No, nothing's going to happen. Oh, come on. YouTube has done exactly what they should have done. People love screaming about this stuff. Sure, scream all you want. Knock yourself out. Hold your breath till you turn plaid. It's gonna die in the. It's gonna die in the water. There we'll, you go. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Watch me. I'm right about this one. I'm not right about a lot of stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, I I live with two kids. I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. Oh, but this one I'm right. Yeah. Woo. So that'll do it. I'm Joe Burns. You I'm are. I'm Tammy Burns. There you go. We're gonna finish up with yet another band that uh, Irving Azoff was in charge of, uh, Bon Jovi. That'll finish it. Class is dismissed.